I think the nature of the virus is that you could be susceptible at any point. Help me understand the anxiety around um, coronavirus, the fact that it's so easily catchable. You can just come into contact with somebody. And also now, even if a person doesn't have corona, but if they cough or sneeze, automatically somebody becomes a little bit um, apprehensive or anxious around them. So explain that how corona has impacted on anxiety. I think, you know, there is, a, I think in South Africa, me, a bit less so than the rest of the world. Um, because I think the rest of the world are seeing a lot more examples of what it can actually do, you know. And I think uh, governments across the world are responding in quite um, significant uh, ways, uh, which is necessary, they're necessary ways. I would say, you know, anxiety is a normal part of living, and anxiety is healthy when it's warning you against something that is an actual risk to you. So I think a certain level of anxiety is important because if we don't have the anxiety, then we become, com- become complacent. And then what happens is that will increase the infection rate. So I think, you know, balance is important and perspective is important. So people need to keep a balance in relation to the information that they're taking in. They need to process information and understand what it means and uh, get a good perspective of exactly what that's going to entail within their lifestyle. Having a sense of control over the situation actually reduces the anxiety. So automatically, by knowing what to do and keeping it simple, you actually are reducing anxiety, you're gaining control, but you're also keeping yourself safe and you're also keeping others safe. You know, you mentioned there that it's, it's, it could be at points constructive anxiety because it's actually helping you and, and compelling you to do the right thing and take care of yourself. But um, what about panic? I mean, we've seen shelves cleared of hand sanitizers and, and washing agents. Um, and a lot of people now, you know, not wanting to go out in public. Uh, I know for, for an instance, there's been directives about, um, you know, prayer meetings and, and, and uh, you know, attending functions. Your thoughts on how this kind of mindset is kind of uh, impacting and debilitating lifestyle? I think, yes, you know, this uh, situation is actually curtailing a lot of individuals' lifestyles. For example, they found that gyms, uh, are really, really hectic places in relation to uh, contamination. And we're looking at the fact that it's people that are coming in from outside the country, from overseas, from European countries, which are more first world countries. We're looking at a higher social economic group that's actually bringing in the illness uh, into the country. And what's happening is it's not cause for alarm or to discriminate, but it is information that's important to note. So when we go along with our normal lifestyles of going to the gym and things like that, we are exposing our risk. We are increasing our risk due to exposure, sorry. So in actual fact, we need to look at those things. So yes, it will curtail uh, your risk at the moment, but it's for a short period of time. What this illness actually does is it actually attacks the lungs. Um, and it brings on a certain kind of pneumonia, from what I understand. And that pneumonia actually requires ICU uh, treatment. And the reason that a lot of people are dying in the first world countries is because they're running out of ICU beds. And as you know, pneumonia is not something that is, uh, you know, what is curable. You know, it runs its course and your body's own immune system needs to fight it. So I would say you need to stay strong, you need to stay healthy, stay home, exercise in your own backyard, uh, that kind of thing. It, so it does, it will curtail your life at the moment, but it is necessary. It's only for a few weeks, I would think, until we can actually just kind of like um, cull the infection rate. Um, if you look at some of the information that's out there and you look at some of the graphs, a lot of the research is coming up 
with the bell-shaped curve um, graph, where you're looking at a very high infection rate very quickly, and then it, it uh, dies down. Yeah. So what happens is that when you self-isolate and when you follow all these rules of the washing and things, you reduce that bell-shaped curve, that graph, the curve on the graph. And it actually then tempers it so that less people are needing the intensive treatment. And those that get that intensive treatment then tend to recover. Mm. So that is what we're looking for. So there's no need to panic. But so, I think, Dr. Ravit, uh, when you talk there about panic, um, yeah. if you look at social media, it seems everybody's an expert on the coronavirus and everybody's yes. sharing and, and, and providing some sort of uh, risk factor or some sort of guideline. Um, your advice on how this is creating more hysteria and anxiety amongst South Africans? I think that what happens with that is that when people are in a state of anxiety, they become, um, let's say, it's more difficult to impart information to them and more difficult for them to implement it because your brain is being overwhelmed and overstimulated. The information that the media provides us, it needs to be simple and straightforward. It needs to be maybe in, in kind of like a... a picture form or a graph form, something that simplifies it for the people out there so that they just understand, you know, what needs to be done. For example, there's a song that uh, in Vietnam that they came up with that shows people washing their hands, staying away from crowds and things like that, but it's done in such a fun way that uh, it's catchy. It plays in the head, and as it plays along, because it's fun and it's catchy, people remember it. So that is what's important. So some of the articles out there on social media and things are extremely intensively detailed. And a lot of times those articles, I think, are more suitable for professionals in the field who want that extra information or need that extra information. The average individual out there does not need an extensive understanding of the coronavirus. It is not necessary. What they do need to know is this is what you need to do and this is why.